When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. New, new, new information, please. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. I'm going to need everything. All the info you got. On My Talk. My Talk. Come on, you guys. Give me all the dirt, dirt. After the Grammys, Cardi B got flowers with a Tom Petty lyric on the card, and under the lyric was Petty's name, giving him credit for the line, but she thought the flowers were from Tom Petty. Oh. <laughs> she thanked him in an Instagram post. Now, the reason why this is oh. odd is because Tom Petty died in 2017, <laughs> yes. you guys, so poor Cardi B. Poor That's Cardi embarrassing. B. Oh, any idea who sent that? Uh, I, you know what? I don't know. I'll have oh. to click on that story a little bit more and read oh, more than okay. just the first paragraph. Sorry. Maya Bialik was very mad at United Airlines because uh, she missed a connecting flight and um, she uh, looked very upset. She said, I know I barely made my connecting flight, but I made it despite your delays making me late and you turned me away as you let five other people from my connecting flight on because I had, I had a carry-on suitcase. They had carry-ons too. She went on to say that the woman shut the door in her face even though she had like she was running and had tears there were plenty of seats open and there were seven minutes left oh god she also said that uh maybe she hates the big bang theory maybe she was having a bad day so i mean she just went off about this hmm i wonder if she regrets that i don't know i probably wouldn't do it but uh, it's just is is it gonna is What's is it gonna point? cause change? That's what yeah. I always say about stuff like that. Is it just a bitch or is it there's something gonna be done? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chris Pratt is setting the record straight on his beliefs. Uh, he took to Instagram on Monday yesterday to defend his church after Ellen Page claimed it is against the LGBTQ community. I don't know if you've seen any of this, um, but you know uh, he said if. I, it has re- recently been suggested that I belong to a church which hates people and is infamously anti-LGBTQ, and uh, nothing could be further from the truth. I go to a church that opens their doors to absolutely everyone, he says. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I hate to bring it up, I, but it's yeah, one I, of the uh, top trending stories here with Jason Chris Pratt. Jason will keep his mouth shut. Yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> All right, on TV tonight, we have Ellen's Game of Games on NBC. We have The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on Bravo. And uh, we also have The Flash, NCIS, Roswell, the 12th season premiere of American Chopper. And that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. <laughs> That's a lot of dirt. Dirt Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. I gotta go. I'll be back in an hour. And now, Jason.
Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. It's Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon 2009. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to continuing coverage of Snowmageddon 2009 right here on Jason and Alexis. Uh, In the morning, I'm Jace with Lex and the Grand Old Opry's newest shining star, Dawn McClain. Hello. Hello. Hi, y'all. Hi, y'all. Be careful out there. It is Snowmageddon. It's a, I'm seriously, um, it's the worst drive that I've had in, and ladies, you agree. Mm-hmm. It no. Was bad. Horrible. It was very terrible. bad. It was a terrible. lot of extra time. There's so many extra people on the road doing that. Mm-hmm. And just Please be, careful. be careful. Yeah. Ugh. It's tough out there for a pimp. Uh, 606 is the time. I'm always very excited when the, because uh, I love a good opening title sequence, and I love the Real Housewives opening titles. Um, they're just, I love how they do them. And if you don't watch the Bravo franchise, uh, they do, they're known for their taglines, you know, in the opening titles, it says their name, like Alexis, or it says like, uh, you know, Dawn. And then they say a little line. I'm like a naughty a little, hooker. Yeah. That kind hmm. of that. Now it used to just be broad just about them. But as the years have gone on, when they change the taglines every year, it's basically a subtext for that upcoming season. You know, mm-hmm. it speaks to the drama that they're in or their place in their life, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm getting ready to play the season nine taglines for the for Beverly Beverly Hills. Now, if you don't watch the show, uh, don't don't turn the radio off because I think you'll still enjoy this. I'm playing this because Lisa Vanderpump has, without a doubt, the bitchiest tagline I've ever heard in this franchise, <laughs> okay. and I've seen them all. And mm. if you don't know, everybody hates Lisa Vanderpump this year. Um, that is so surprising are, for because I have not been keeping up. Yeah. I mean, just from what you tell tell us, but yeah. that is surprising because she was beloved by everyone. Nope, uh, people are thinking she's lying, uh, and all mm. of the women are against her. And I do even mean, Kyle. Oh, remember, I said. The uh, you were like, who the season premiere opens mm. with Kyle getting kicked out of Lisa's house. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Yeah. So Ooh. ladies. And so listen to Kyle's, too. So I'll tell you, Lisa's is the British one. And Kyle is the last one. My talkers. And listen to what Kyle's uh, is as well. Here we go. In the game of life, Rena. it's Rena take all. Most people talk about their fantasies. I'm living mine. That's Erica. <laughs> in business and in life, I wear many hats. And hairstyles. Dorit. You can stab me in the back. But whilst you're there, kiss my ass. Oh. I'm not afraid of hard work, but I'll never do your dirty work. Teddy. My problem with the tabloids, my real life is so much juicier. Denise Richards. In Beverly Hills, the truth always has a way of rising to the top. Oh, whoa. 
can stab me in the back, but while you're back there, kiss my ass. <gasps> <laughs> That's a good one. That is the best. I mean, to talk about your hairstyles in comparison to that, I'm like, you need to up your game, Dorit. Yeah, Dorit. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Dorit's boobies, too, are. Wait till you see the video of this, Don. Let me send you the 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 link so we can put it up so the my talkers sure. can see it. Look, I'm a gay boy uh, who loves the boobies, uh, but wait till you see Dorate. I'm like, what are you wearing? It's basically two strings. Mm, oh, good. I can't okay. wait. All I right. got to hear this again, but listen mm-hmm. again. Listen to Lisa Vanderfeld. <laughs> oh, girl. In the game of life, it's Rena Take All. Most people talk about their fantasies. I'm living mine. In business and in life, I wear many hats and hairstyles. You can stab me in the back, but whilst you're there, kiss my ass. I'm not afraid of hard work, but I'll never do your dirty work. My problem with the tabloids, my real life is so much juicier. In Beverly Hills, the truth always has a way of rising to the top. So the truth line stems from the fact that people think that Vanderpump is lying about um, this dog controversy. Because in the opening episode, Dorit gets a dog from Vanderpump Dogs, which is Lisa Vanderpump's uh, rescue organization. Oh. Well, now, I've only seen the first episode. Bravo only gave us the first one. In this episode, Lisa is visibly uncomfortable when this topic comes up about Dorit getting a dog. And everyone's like, okay, why is Lisa acting weird? Uh. Well, she's acting weird because Dorit had to get rid of the dog. And instead of returning it to Vanderpump, gave it to a woman, allegedly. And Lisa finds out because another shelter notifies her that they had this dog because they're all uh, tagged. They're all like laser tagged or whatever, radared. Mm. So this shelter calls Lisa and is like, girl, we have one of your dogs here. And Lisa, Lisa, find, the staff goes down and it's the dog that Dorit had. So Lisa is pissed that Dorit didn't just give the dog back to Vanderpump. So something is sketchy and no, it's all of the season is all about lies, I guess. Like, one of the two are lying, and it really divides the women. But Vanderpump mm. comes out as the, I don't know, Vanderpump like pushes the story in the tabloids, and that's what really angers the women. Um, but something happens that's a huge rift between LVP and the rest of the ladies. So Kyle's truth line makes me think that everybody think that thinks that Lisa's lying about something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Anyway. Looks, oh, it looks like a, I saw the season-long preview. say, Oh, Vanderpump. Wow. Lost you back there. Kiss my ass. I mean, that should, that's like the tag for every real housewife, don't you uh, Seriously. Think? Feel free to stab my back. You can't trust anyone. Whilst you're there. First of all, I love that. Whilst you're there, kiss my ass. <laughs> 612 uh, is the time. Alexis has horrible news for Dawn McClain as far as movies are concerned. <laughs> she will deliver said bad news when we... Re- 618 on this Snowmageddon Tuesday. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn McClain. 
<clears throat> Coming up in the next segment, I teased this yesterday. I'm going to tell you about probably, if not the best, one of the best customer service experiences I've ever had. Whoa. I'll tell you when, where, how, who. It, it was, I was just like, wow, this is service. Because sometimes, you know, I'm a little grumpy sometimes. And I, you know, we do a whole segment called Just Saying where we <laughs> bitch about things. <laughs> yep. So I tried to And then the additional out. segment, Unhappy Homo. Unhappy Homo. So this is Happy Homo. Oh, I have, wow. I'm very, this is Happy Homo. I have, I'm, it's a, a great, I think you'll, it's a great story. And it's proof that good customer service still exists. But right oh, now, yes. right now, uh, more hot dish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you go back in time, you will remember that Dawn McClain, uh, when she gave her a three-month movie review, uh, did not enjoy uh, the Aquaman. Is that, is that <laughs> a fair assessment, Dawn? Bit. Not one bit. Not one bit. <laughs> she was Flossie <laughs> Dicky for sure about that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my no, God! No. Flossie Dicky, did you did you like uh, did you like Aquaman? Not one bit. I saw it too. I didn't hate it as much. Yeah. But it was kind of a fun ride. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I have good news for you, Don. What? <laughs> the movie that made $1.12 billion. Yeah. A sequel is coming. Of course it is. Yep. And the same collaborators, James Wan, James Wan, he's directing. Uh huh. And he, his trusted collaborator, David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. He also <laughs> co wrote the first one. I know. Can you imagine going by all those names? But yes. No. Uh, he uh, he will be back again to help write mm. Aquaman 2. Now, he mm. also wrote and collaborated with Wong for uh, Conjuring 2, Conjuring 3, Dungeons and Dragons, mm. and Jason, our favorite, Orphan. Mm. <laughs> well, I would like the to speak... The movie's called The Trench. Hey, can I we talk to David... We can't talk about Orphan. We just... <laughs> Can we talk to David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick just for a second? Yes, please. David John- Leslie Johnson McGoldrick, <laughs> I need you to um, try a little harder when it comes to the dialogue, okay? <laughs> I need you to up your game a little bit, mm-hmm. especially with someone who's supposed to be all-powerful. I don't really... That's what, what bothered me probably the most is the dialogue was so bad. Oh, and can David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick, can you please <laughs> get... Um, Amber Heard, an acting coach. Oh, and that wig, too. That's wigs distracting. Yeah. And can you please talk to whoever's editing the film to make it about an hour shorter? Mm. And can you shorten your name? Can you shorten your name? David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. (laughs) Come on. Come on. I just gotta be honest with you. you are? Lance de Havilland (laughs) Colby? I mean, you... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lance doesn't even have four names. <laughs> yeah, that's no. even longer. I do understand that oh. actors, the reason why they a lot of them have three names, like Jennifer, Jason Lee, and things like that, is because you cannot have the same name as another person that's in the union. So you have yeah. to add your middle name or hyphenate or change it. They, yes. they, they can't repeat. So that's why a lot of celebrities have three names. Yeah. Ah. But four? Come on now. Yeah. Oh, David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. <laughs> Oh, but the trench. Let me tell you a little bit about this film. See if this is actually will tickle your fancy a little bit. Maybe. Don, get ready for your fancy to get tickled. (laughs) Hold on, let me sit down. Hold on, sit down down. for a second. Hold on, I'm about to blow your mind. Oh, Oh, maybe not. Or or tickle your fancy. (laughs) Okay, so it's called the trench, and it's based on the menacing sharp-toothed sea creatures. Remember, we saw those at Aquaman and Marrow fought on their way down to the center of the earth. It's going to be really based on those guys. Now, Juan, he really loves monsters and sea creatures, so he is intrigued by this for Does he sure. love uh, writing? Well, because let's hope. I wish he would develop that skill. He'll get some more in there. <laughs> Don. This has been the week of shade for me. It's only shade. Tuesday. I love it. I had a lot to say about the Grammys. And... Oh, I love it. Oh, you. Uh, that's Colin what we're here was, for. Oh, Colin was like, Dawn, he wanted to like have sex with you yesterday. He was so Uh-oh. excited. He was like, Dawn was on fire yesterday. She hated everything and he loved it. Good, good. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, get done. Uh, sorry, Lex. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah, no, that's that that the trench. They do say that it's going to feel different <laughs> because of <laughs> Dawn. Hopefully, better. <laughs> different, Lex, when you, when say, you say different, you different, mean better? Do you mean better? Not like a fun size candy bar. Different. Like this isn't fun. No, no. because okay. it's going to be really focused on those uh, those people, the the sharp tooth creatures, sea creatures. Um, and their story is much more interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah? If, that's what he if, says. <laughs> if that press release says sharp tooth creature one more time, I'm taking <laughs> off my clothes and or rolling the around the snow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, well I wonder coming. if they're going to call upon the great white sharks and put a little great white shark saddle on them to ride them around under the sea. I hope so. That I was mean, one of my favorite parts. Jeez. I, was <laughs> I like, loved that. Who crafted <laughs> that saddle? It's stuff like that that I have to, my, you have to suspend your disbelief to just, you know, get into a movie like this because there are a lot of, it's a comic book movie. Yes. Let's yeah. be honest. But whenever you the dialogue is the so poor and you're just rolling with it and you're like, okay, now I'm going to pick at everything here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You have to accept the premise to really enjoy the bit. <laughs> it's true. And it just wasn't good we're enough about for me. Sea people here, yeah. Oh, man. yeah. Oh. We're talking about the sequel to Aquaman Two. Dawn is elated with, with the news. It's coming. I mean, they I mean, have a director and a screenwriter now. I oh good. I haven't even seen it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I'll like it. I think I will. I think I'll laugh at it like you did, Dawn. Yeah, yeah. It's just. There's a part, it's just trying to be so many different things. Also, yeah, that was another true. one of my complaints. Like, in the, you've got the terrible dialogue between Jason Momoa, who, let's be honest, he's beautiful, but when it comes to acting, yeah, he I hasn't mean, really what? had a chance to no. show what he can do. I'll be nice no, about it not, like that. Yeah. 
Uh, Amber Heard, um, it just was like a CW show in the middle. They're in the <laughs> desert. I'm like, oh, my God, this is awful. This is like watching Riverdale. I'm gonna, I can't take it. And then his snarky comments, like they're on top of us. Like he, he meets the villain again. He goes, you're that dude from the submarine. It's just really bad. Oh, Pull up really? some dialogue. I actually have the script, and I I think that at some point maybe you guys should reenact some things. I'll we just should give reenact you. it. I've always wanted oh, to do that, that with great. you guys because I have access to scripts. Oh, from let's school. do that, Jason and, and Alexis Theater. Oh yeah, and then re- I'll, oh. I'll just send you a script, and you guys read dialogue from like we used to do that with April. You did? Yes, we did. Did oh, we? Oh, yes, we did. I block out. Those that was years. super oh, fun. Oh my god. I'll, so it's not a new bit. Okay. No, anyway. no we'll no, go back and we'll do it. It's okay. so much fun. Okay. It's new to me. I blocked it out. So it's fine. <laughs> when we come back, when we come back, the best customer service experience I've had in years. I'll tell you who, how, when, everything. Next. And now, a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. Well, everybody can see that she's cracking up, slowly and surely, and who can blame her? I mean, she finds out that her daddy, Digger Barnes, is no relation at all. And her real father is a saddle tramp and a thief, and and her mother's a whore. Who could find it in their heart to hate that poor little girl? This has been A Sweet Moment with J.R. Saddle Tramp, uh, the wow. name of Dawn's debut single. That's right. Mm-hmm. Saddle Tramp. Oh, JR. <laughs> I, you know, I don't get tired book. of hearing that. It's oh, no, kinda... no, no. It's been. Oh, he's so good. I like Six Digger so Barnes. Sweet. I like that name, too. Well, listen to the name <laughs> Digger Barnes and Jock Ewing. I mean, yeah. come on. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, Jason. Trying Jason to live up to that. I know. Jock. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, everything Scooby Doo. Um, I have an Ab Fab, and uh, or I have the uh, you know we do a segment where I, I, I'm, I'm grumpy a lot. In we do a segment called Unhappy Homo. This is actually the antithesis of this. This is the opposite of this. This is kind of happy homo, but we don't have an open for that. So I'll just go like this. <laughs> Absolutely fabulous. Oftentimes, you know, on this show or you, I mean, radio is filled with uh, monologues and stories of hosts like, ah, I went to this burrito place and blah, 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 and they spilled you guacamole. couldn't find you know. it because it was yeah, 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 next yeah. to the auto zone. I did not yeah, yeah, say password and uh, couldn't find a parking lot. <laughs> There's a, an abandoned Sears you had to walk through. And, yeah. So, but, mo- you know, sometimes you turn on these shows and we've all, you know, uh, We've had, we concentrate on bad experiences because typically they're funnier. You know, you get something spilled on you or someone's rude to you and they become a character and it's funny, blah, blah, blah. Well, I have a positive story that is no joke. I probably the best customer service I've, I've received at least in years, if not my whole life. Wow. What you happened? May, Where? Uh, no, seriously, you may remember a couple months ago, I was trying to switch phone companies and I was switching phone companies because uh, the the in-laws lake house, I don't get great service. And we are there a substantial amount of time in the summer. So it kind of renders me kind of useless in the summer on the weekends because for whatever reason, the tower, pl- I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. yeah, reception's bad. Yeah, I wasn't unhappy with the AT&T. I've been with them for 12 years. They, I've never had a problem with them. But... Where I go 
for whatever reason, I'm just, it's bad luck. I just don't get great service. So I, I, I wanted to switch. And plus Colin wanted to switch to any hoodly doodly. But if you remember, I complained about this, about when the new iPhone came out, it was said that the new iPhones could be switched between companies with ease. Because remember back in the day when you bought a new iPhone, you had to, you had to say, oh, I'm AT&T. And the phones were locked with one company. Yep. Well, the brand new ones, allegedly, you could switch with ease. Well, remember, I went into the Verizon store all excited with these headlines. And they ran my serial number for my new phone. And the guy, we got halfway through the process, and Colin and I are both excited. We're like, okay, it's finally going to happen. <laughs> We're finally switching, blah, blah, blah. And the guy goes, oh, I'm sorry. Um, your serial number isn't, I can't activate it on the Verizon uh, network. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I go, but so I went on to Apple. Apple goes, no, all the phones are supposed to be um, mutually or dual compatible. I think that's the term. Then I go back up to Verizon and I said, hi, Apple's telling me that this should work. And they're like, sorry. Oh, yeah. And you were going up and down. And up and down. And you up and down. At least go get a cocktail in between. Oh, I got, my, I got two cocktails. But okay. yeah. So because the, it was at MOA. So there's a Verizon store, a corporate store, the, the second level. And then the Apple store was right below. So I kept going back and forth, back and forth. Okay, whatever. So when I was dealing with Verizon, I dealt with this guy named Carrie. At the Mall of America. And I'm naming him by name because this is such a great story. So, Carrie felt so bad. Um, he was like, Jace, I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm sorry that we went through, you know, 15 minutes of uh, we, we picked our plan. He goes, I don't know what the problem is. He goes, this, conceptually, this should work. Because the new iPhones are dual compatible. I don't know why our network is not accepting the serial number for these phones. Well... Uh, I bid and, and Carrie was over one weekend, many months ago, six months ago or whatever, whenever the iPhones came out, October, November, uh, Carrie asked me if I, he had permission to, uh, take my number and he was going to investigate that weekend to see, you know, since the iPhones just rolled out, maybe something would change Lex, you know, maybe it was yeah. a, a rollout mm -hmm. glitch. So Carrie was texting me for about four days straight. Jace, I ran it through again. Sorry, nothing. Ran it through again. Sorry. Well, then I finally, I, I called Verizon to ask, like, what up? What up, yo? And um, the woman on the, the, uh, the woman was not very nice. And she was like, sorry, nothing I can do. I'm like, wow, thanks, girl. So that phone call pissed me off and I just stopped worrying about it. That was November. Fast forward to last week. Carrie kept my number, kept the serial numbers for our, or the, not the serial numbers, but the numbers for my phone and Colin's phone. And since November has ran the numbers through the computers every week to see if it had been taken care of. And I got a random text last week from Carrie from Verizon telling me, Hey, it's Carrie from Verizon MOA. Don't know if you remember me, but um, I've been diligently running your number through all of these months. And finally, they fixed the glitch. It was just with the initial rollout of the phones. And your phone was in that first batch. So it was bad luck. But now the serial number has been cleared and you can switch. He wow. has 
been keeping track of this since November and checking. Like, I gave up. I And I even told him I kind of gave up back in November. And he persisted and called me. And he's like, and here's my schedule. Come in. I have everything saved. All of your preferences. So I'll make this as easy as you can, as easy as I can. And we went on there on Saturday, and we were in and out in like 15 minutes. Oh, and cool. and ev- anybody that knows when you're dealing with a phone thing or switching or canceling, it is the sixth and seventh ring of hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know this. Some any, snacks, you better yeah. might need to. Yeah. Any anytime <sighs> you're dealing with utilities. Bring a flask. Yeah, and this isn't exclusive to any company, whether it's cable or electric or whatever. It's the sixth and seventh ring of hell when you're moving or, and this dude made it. I, I, I've had longer waits in Chipotle. <laughs> yes, out the I'm door. I'm not kidding. Um, I'm so, surprised though. Back in November to get your business, I would think that they would just say, "You know what? We're going to give you a phone." No, they to didn't get you on yeah. our system because then that's that would have been four months of yeah service. No, so I'm just telling you. I spend a lot of time on this show, well, just to make you laugh, uh, you know, complaining about things. I couldn't wait to tell you the story because I have just rarely experienced that level of customer service. I just thought that was the nicest thing. You know what you and can I, do? Have you talked to his manager yet? I've already, or, believe me, I've already oh, written an email. Uh, okay, yeah, because it was, it was the nicest. And come to find out, he, in the last interaction... We have Miss Shannon in common. He's a friend of Miss Shannon. And he just, re- we started talking. So he's just, I, I don't know. That's like I awesome. said, I wanted to trumpet him. And I just, you just don't get that kind of service anymore. You know, people, you walk out of the store, it's very transactional. And I just thought it, yeah, I just thought it was just exceptional. So to carry at Verizon at the Mall of America, thank you. And uh, if anyone needs to switch, you go You go give him business because he's a good guy and will obviously treat you well. So there's my happy homo. Yay. <laughs> yes. Not my unhappy homo. There's my happy homo. <laughs> uh, when we come back, everybody, uh, more hot dish. Somebody, uh, well, Alexis should be very proud of me. I finished a show that she's loving, plus Alexis is still watching Walking Dead. Is it still good? We'll talk about all of that when we return. 6.47. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We have uh, Second Chance Friendship coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Don't miss that. Plus, we'll uh, talk about the Academy. The Oscars have decided which categories will be put in the commercial break. We'll debate that. Mm -hmm. But right now, oh, Alexis... Yes, you please. are, you are a determined little rascal. Um, you're sticking with, <laughs> you're sticking with The Walking Dead, aren't you? Yes, and mm-hmm. because of the Grammys, couldn't watch it on Sunday nights. We watched it yesterday, and I am still going to stick with it. But oh. it was very slow. What? In fact, oh. Angel fell asleep twice <laughs> while we were watching it, and I had to wake him up. Oh. The zombies are coming. <laughs> Well, there's a whole new p- group of people called the Whisperers, mm-hmm. and that's pretty interesting. That that whole group, I, I hope that that kind of ramps up a little bit more, and it seems like it will be. They needed to set the table. They had some things to kind of tie up from the break, you know, over this the winter break here. Um, so maybe I'm hoping that's the one episode that was just kind of slower than normal. Um, but there were some different 
reveals that I think will be good. So this, the idea is that, from what I understand, is that the zombies are now becoming intelligent because they're talking. Yes. And so for me, that's hope that the disease might reverse itself. Uh, so I like the concept and, and the premise of this. Yes, and you learn more about those people. You okay. learn more so, about them. Yes. Okay. Gosh, I, I want to give too much away. I know, no, I know that's you're, good. You're going to be watching. I know. Yeah, I do. I just need to catch up. I'm I'm a little bit behind. Probably like six episodes. So. Yeah. Just just getting back into it. But I have to say, this one was a little slow, little snoozy, and it could be because you know that co- our couch is pretty comfy, and also <laughs> he did remove snow. And our driveway is kind of wide and and big, so maybe that's part of it. But also, it was kind of slow and boring. Um, so we'll see what happens. Mm. But I'm excited. I to c- continue to, and just I have hope that it will get better. Mm. Did I sell I, you? <laughs> well, you could yeah. I'm, uh, How I'm far behind little, are you? Oh, like four seasons. seasons. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 yeah, You're the yeah. one that got me on this show, Jeez. I know. Well, I'm done now. But no. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I Don. Yeah. Can you, can you hear me? I can. Um, I'm noticing. Did you? I'm sensing a hint. Mm. She's cracking. She's beginning to. I think she's wavering. I, I'm noticing a little wavering in her voice. Aren't you? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. She's always so positive. So I know, but she's a little on the fence. She's like, well, it was. It's all right. This episode was all right. On hell fell asleep mm-hmm. <laughs> twice. That was oh, crazy. That and has he liked this and before? Some, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have been all in, and that that uh, what is it called? Mid season finale. Yeah. It was so good. So we okay. really couldn't wait. So maybe we had our bar set up a little too high. Too high. Yeah. Um, because they did need to kind of resolve some of the things that happened in that finale. And there's another thing that happens that you're like, whoa, this is huge. And the dude just goes on a walk. Oh, I and hate those episodes. Oh, mm. okay. Well, I thought that would be a little bit more. Mm. Uh, <laughs> They're running out so of ideas. They are. I mean, there's they've a, yeah. gone beyond the comic. So yeah, but I have Lex. to say, we don't miss Rick. Oh, good. Really? I, that's At what's all. my next question. Is this because Rick Grimes is gone? Nope. Seriously, somewhere. you don't miss him at all? Nope, I don't miss him at all. You're right. Okay. He over-emotes, and he just became over the top. Gosh, okay. Lincoln. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, oh. I know he's still, he's very attractive. Is he? Well, oh. yeah, I think he is. I I think, he, not when he's cleaned up and bathed. I don't like... You don't I, like I don't, Dirty Rick? I don't like Dirty Rick, no. <laughs> I mean, take a bath, <laughs> even in the zombie apocalypse. Bathe yourself. What about Dirty Daryl? Go in the crick. Daryl. <laughs> uh, no. Ew, I would rather... I would rather... Uh, no. I, ugh, <laughs> I'd rather sleep with a lady than Daryl. Uh, oh, than wow. Dirt. Dirty Daryl. Oh, really? Blech. No. Yeah, you like clean guys. Yeah, he does not <laughs> melt my butter at all. I like Daryl. Yeah, I do. I do, too. And I think that they would be really fun to hang out with because, you know, him and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays Negan, they're buddies in real life. Oh, yeah. And so they hang out all the time, and it's really fun they to follow them. They ride motorcycles. They do, yes. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he has a farm. Yeah. So he'll introduce us to all of his little animals, and it's just so cute. Oh, and his wife can cook us a nice meal from their organic vegetables. That's mm-hmm. right. See? We're not trying to get in... We just want to be in friends. the bedroom. We just, just want to be, be friends. friends. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I uh, I watch. So that's Walking Dead. If you just tuned in, Lex is 
Still liking it. Yeah. But a little, a little wavering. I mean, we're in. Wavering. We're in. You know, when you're in like this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, one episode can be kind of a turd, and you're like, you know what? I have hope for the next one. And mm-hmm. they did ramp up, so they had to set okay. the table again. Is what I, I'm hoping is what's She's happening. Excuse- Don, yeah? you, you didn't, you weren't here during this era. But what Alexis is exhibiting right now is what what I call revenge itis, and what this oh, the symptoms are what she's. Yeah, what she's uh, the symptoms are are what you're experiencing right now. Revenge is she trying to get revenge on you or the show no, revenge? No, 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 the show revenge. <laughs> oh, okay, no, uh, the show sucked almost immediately. <laughs> no, but it then, didn't. Uh, <laughs> it, it, but it was good for a little while, and then it just the suckage level uh, <laughs> continued, and she kept she's she did for months what she's doing right here. <laughs> she starts making excuses for the show. Uh, so that's why we call it revenge. It gets yeah, no, no. And the show never got better. She kept saying that. Did you hear right there, Don? She kept yeah. going, it's going to get better. It never got better. <laughs> uh, it was a slow death. Come it, on. It, the first two seasons were dynamite. Mm. I loved this show. It was fantastic. Because they blew. Last. <laughs> dynamite. <laughs> the yeah. last two. But, th- but then she started doing what she did right there. She started. She'll. But, you know, it's because the writers changed. Da, 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 da. It's going to get better next week. She started doing what she's doing right there with Walking Dead. So it, this is the beginning of the end. On It just seems the like there's a there's always, you know, they, they're really good at their A, B and C plots where it's like there's an overarching. We got to solve this big problem. Yeah. yeah. And each season, it kind of changes. So that's a season long thing. And then they have little subplots. And there seems to be such a long time in between some relief where something good happens. You know, and I'm not probably positive or anything. I don't need, I like dark shows for sure. But sometimes I feel like that wait is too long. And then you're like, okay, what are we going to do? Are we going to have a half an episode where people are happy? And and then you're like, do I want that? I don't know. I don't know. Gosh. The roller coaster of emotions. Oh, boy. And revenge, that really was. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Talking about uh, positivity, if you need a positive show, I be- not binged. I uh, watched the first episode of season three of One Day at a Time. I love the show. Look, it's not going to win any awards for writing. It's a little cheesy at times, but it's so happy and re- it's worth watching just for Rita Moreno. I love. Well, I love the whole cast actually, but season three's out on Netflix. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. just and it has this theme. This is it. And there's a special guest star that makes an appearance in this season premiere. Oh. I don't know. It's just, I call it a pacer show when I'm watching like Killing Eve or something and I need a show just to lighten me up. <laughs> right. One yeah. day at a time does it. And you do it's, need a palate uh, cleanser sometimes for that show. Isn't that the truth? Well, I finished it. We'll talk about that in the seven o'clock hour as well. Plus, we have second chance friendship and more. Plus, the Academy has decided what categories they're going to move to the commercial breaks the three of us will debate uh, whether we like their choices but right now don't forget to follow us on social media lex and the cities dawn at dark and jason matheson and of course my talk 1071 we'll be back following these very important messages